0: Well, last night's win was about as big as they come for the Dallas Stars. They go on the road into the toughest building in the NHL and get a 4-1 win over the Colorado Avalanche. And on today's show, we'll talk about the success behind the Stars' victory. Jake Gottinger has the best game of his career. Joe Pavelski reasserts himself into the Stars' lineup in a big way and an underrated part of the Stars' special teams. We talked about it all on today's episode of Locked on Stars The Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars, credentialed member of the media. It is Wednesday, February 16th, the middle of the week, and we are here to talk about a big night for the Dallas Stars. It's a big night across the NHL. Sidney Crosby scores his 500th career goal. Alexander Ovechkin scores goal number 30 and 31. On the year, I believe that's now 16 seasons in a row that OV has notched at least 30 goals. So he continues to divide time. And at the time of recording this, the Edmonton Oilers are up three to two on the LA Kings with about three minutes left in their matchup. If Edmonton wins that game, which by the time you're hearing this, that game will have wrapped up, uh, they are you know on the outside looking in, just barely or actually tied with Anaheim with 55 points, I believe, for that second wild card spot in the West. So uh, we'll see if that score holds by the time you guys hear this. Uh, in the morning, afternoon, whenever you listen to the show. Uh, But, you know, the Stars sitting pretty still very much in the race for a wildcard spot with last night's win. And we're here to talk all about that win. But before we get down to the good stuff, do you want to take a moment and say thank you for stopping by today's episode of Locked on Stars? Whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe to and follow the Locked on Stars podcast wherever you get your podcast at whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. We are free and available no matter where you listen or how you listen. Without any further hesitation, though, let's get right down to business, talking about last night's big win and getting it out there right at the start. The star of the game, without a doubt, no question, no hesitation on my end, has to be Jake Ottinger. Uh, What is there to not say about this kid and what he did last night? Dallas simply does not win this game without the efforts of Jake Gottinger coach bonus said I agree I know if you saw the game even if you saw the highlights you agree 46 saves a 0.979 save percentage just about as well as you can play giving up one goal to Nathan McKinnon which it's hard to play a game against the Avalanche where Nathan McKinnon does not pose a threat as far as scoring and a lot of chaos around the net in that instance but Dallas up two to zero at that point in the game Ottinger does give up that goal, but then he never lets the puck cross the line again, and it came up big for this Stars team. And it wasn't just long-range saves, simple saves. A lot of these saves were at point-blank range. They were on breakaways because this Colorado team has so many speedy skaters like McKinnon, like McCarr. Several rebound opportunities made some crazy diving saves with his pads. Just an all-around a fantastic effort from Jake Ottenger, and he's rewarded with the win. And more importantly, the team is rewarded with the win. Coming away with two points, the Colorado Avalanche get no points for what feels like the first time in forever, uh, handing them their first regulation loss at home since early uh, October, I believe, or late October. It was October 26th against the Vegas Golden Knights, in which they lost 3-1. to one. You have to go all the way back then for the Avalanche, his last home regulation loss, a 22-game Home point streak, absolutely insane. But the streak is finally over, and the Stars continue to shatter streaks, all thanks to Jake Ottinger really keeping Colorado out of the net when it mattered most, which was mainly down the stretch. But making all those big point-blank saves, breakaway saves, and, of course, coming up big on the power play as well. The Colorado Avalanche went 0-4 on the power play, which we'll talk about the Stars' penalty kill a little bit later in the show, and as great as Ottinger was, definitely want to give credit to the defenseman on the team. Sixteen block shots amongst the defensemen alone. This doesn't include forwards. Yanni Hakanpaa five blocks, Klingberg three, Miro three, Ryan Suter three, and Esselindel with two. So, I think I the the shots on goal were absolutely lopsided towards colorado i believe you know 47 shots on goal 46 saves for ottinger uh, and who knows how many other of those shots would have been on goal had it not been for the efforts of these defensemen getting blocked so they were getting bodies on pucks but i mean this colorado team is an absolute juggernaut on offense and so a lot of those shots were of course going to find their way to the net one way or another but number 29 was prepared and he was ready and he showed up to play he looked adversity in the face and did not back down absolutely incredible stuff coach bonus talked about how he showed so much poise that was the word he used to describe him saying this is his best game as a pro just showing absolute fantastic poise coolness under pressure i mean that's a loud building you could hear it even on the broadcast i mean the energy in that building was electric the crowd was behind it there was music blaring in between plays as per usual hockey games but the crowd was just buzzing from start to finish and he stayed cool calm and collected throughout I mean we've seen Jake Audrey have some really great performances at home with the AAC crowd behind him and of course whenever you have the hometown fans at your back you play a little bit better but he did this in one of the toughest places to play in the National Hockey League against one of the best teams so huge credit to him showing that incredible poise and just a really good stretch for Montager overall. Really, since the middle of January, uh, he got his teeth kicked in a little bit on January 14th against the Florida Panthers, giving up four goals, having to get pulled for Anton Hudobin. But since then, he's posted a five and three record with a 9.07 save percentage and a 2.92 goals against average. So pretty good numbers. I mean, I guess average numbers if you want to look at that, but still good to see a above nine save percentage and a sub three GAA. Really good numbers from Ottinger ever since that Florida game. I think that Florida game may be a little bit of a turning point in his season. I know in that game he was disappointed with himself, and there's been some other games even uh, against Winnipeg last Friday where you know he gives up that third goal late in regulation, and he tells Coach Bonus, it's like, hey, I got to have that one. He came up big in overtime, still made some big plays down the stretch. Stars get the win there, but he still is able to admit, hey, I need to get that goal. I need to be better for this team, which I think is huge for a guy as young as jake ottinger who still has most of his career ahead of them and in theory still has the better days of his career ahead of them which sounds crazy to say huge growth from this kid uh, you don't always see that from professional athletes at this young of an age to see that hunger and that drive to get better after getting knocked down uh, he didn't stay down he didn't really have too bad of a stretch. Still, Had some questionable games and some tough games after that Florida Panthers matchup, but overall he's bounced back with excellence and had some really strong showings ever since the All-Star break, especially against the Predators, against the Jets, and now most recently on the road against the Avalanche. So really good stuff for number 29, and this is just truly a game that we're going to look back on at the end of Jake Ottinger's career highlighting the greatness of what hopefully his career will turn out to be and this is going to be a game that we look at and say hey this was a huge moment for his development and really boosting him forward to hopefully a great career with the likes of guys like ben bishop that we've seen within this franchise and across the league incredible stuff from number 29 between the pipes he's a huge reason why the dallas stars came out of ball arena with the win." Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, and they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors including yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, and banana cream pie. So many delicious flavors, they're bound to be your new favorite. All built bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, including the puffs. 100% real chocolate. Low calorie, high protein. You can replace your candy bars with built bars. They are better than a typical candy bar, which can be anywhere from 200 to 300 calories. At built bar, they are all about taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every single time without fail. You can go to built.com right now and use promo code locked15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code locked15 for 15% off your order at built.com. Jumping back into today's episode of Locked On Stars, your first listen of the day, your host, Dane Lewis here at Dane double underscore Lewis on Twitter, at Locked On Stars on Twitter. Be sure to give us a follow there on the Bird app. Moving on, uh, talking about. This win as the Stars got over the Colorado Avalanche by a score of 4-1 at Ball Arena, winning the season series, mind you, uh, only playing three games against the Habs this year. The Stars take the season series by a score of 2-1. to one. But, of course, we talk about Jake Gottinger. He deserves so much credit for this team. But another guy, a uh, really group of guys, I guess, um, led by one guy in this game that deserves so much credit uh, is, of course, the top line. I went into this game. Uh, you can go back and listen to yesterday's episode. Um, I said, you know, if the Stars want any chance of winning this game, Joe Pavelski needs to find a way to contribute on the score sheet and the power play needs to get going. Well, maybe uh, the team listened to the show or maybe the slump is over because both of those things happened in unison. It's crazy. I, I mean, not to say that I predicted it. Pretty much anyone who watches this team who covers this team would have said the exact same thing. And it happened. Joe Pavelski scores two goals, and both of them are power play goals. And, and, I mean, it's just exactly what the doctor ordered. Pavelski notches a four-point night, picked a heck of a time to finally get things going out of the All-Star break. I guess he uh, had a little too much fun in Vegas, uh, maybe partied a little too hard. The old man, uh, I say partied as if he's just going out going crazy, uh, which, you know, if you know Joe Pavelski, probably not the case, but seems to finally have his legs back under him uh, and had one heck of a game notching four points, scoring twice. On the power play, Jason Robertson scores his 21st goal of the season. So we saw 21 for number 21 on the season, and he ain't done yet. Rupe hence also not left out of the party, gets an assist on Pav's second goal of the evening. And, of course, uh, not top line, but still a huge contributor, was number 91, Tyler Sagan at 3.9. In his own right two of his assists both of his assists rather because he did have a goal to close out the game with an empty net to put the game away for the stars but both of his assists came on the power play so the power play was really firing on all cylinders So stars went two for three on the man advantage which is a considerable jump from where they've been it's really ever since the all-star break so hopefully a game like this against colorado is a good sign of things to come for the stars power play unit that's been a little lackluster as of late i think. This is a game that it's ideal for them to come back on the road in a tough building against a good team. Scoring twice out of three attempts on the power play is fantastic. And a guy that also deserves credit for sure on that first goal is, of course, John Klingberg. I mentioned that his health and his contributions to the game would be valuable, and he was back in last night's matchup, and he was uncredited with an assist because uh, it was you know, too many passes, but he did find... Tyler Sagan on that first Joe Pavelski power play goal found Sagan who eventually hit Robertson who eventually hit Pavelski so he's uncredited with an assist but huge credit to John Klingberg for spotting Sagan really near the top of the blue line sending it diagonally across the ice to Sagan's position not going to show up on the stat sheet but a great play from number three Uh, unfortunate he doesn't get credit credited there statistically but Really excellent stuff and really the kind of presence that the Stars team was missing on the blue line on their last matchup against the Colorado Avalanche on Sunday. So glad to have it back and hopefully we're able to see Klingberg continue to be healthy while he's still on this Stars team. Because with the trade deadline approaching and the chaos of the NHL, who knows how much longer we will see number three in victory green. But while he's still here, would love to see him to continue to contribute the way he has been as of late. And the Stars overall, whether it was on the power play or even strength, seemed to really take advantage of Pavel uh, Fransos. After the Darcy Kemper shutout on Sunday, the Colorado Avalanche, for some reason, don't put him back in the net. Uh, they do have a game tonight against the Vegas Golden Knights, so I guess maybe they're saving Darcy Kemper for what they probably thought was a bigger threat in that game. So I guess that does make sense. Uh, literally was making that argument uh, like, yeah, Colorado, you're dumb. And then I realized maybe I'm dumb. Uh, because they're playing a dang good team and the Golden Knights tonight. Save Darcy Kemper for that game, it makes sense. But francos does get knocked around a little bit by the Stars team, and maybe that was kind of the game plan going in, knowing up they're going up against the second-string goalie, and they took full advantage, and they picked a great game uh, you know, to position themselves well in the power play to hopefully keep that going the rest of this road trip. And then hopefully that follows them back home for the rest of this season because the stars team is at their best. When the offense is firing on all cylinders on the five on five, which we saw last night and on the power play, they were outshot, but they still found a way to win, which is huge for this offense. I think, you know, that's just Dallas stars hockey and what we saw last night's game. Good play from the defenseman blocking shots. Great play from the goalie. And then the offense kind of just scathing by, I mean, Again, Colorado is almost always going to outshoot anyone they play. So not really a shock there. But, um, you know, talking with some of my buddies at one point, it was like uh, maybe not 40 to 16 or maybe it was. And maybe I'm just crazy and it's late at night recording. But, I mean, it's just a very lopsided shots on goal. But the Stars were up three to one. And it's like, hey, you take it. I mean, you, you take those opportunities. And part of that is succeeding on the power play, on the man advantage. Taking advantage of those brief opportunities that you get. And that's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes in the NHL. And the Dallas Stars, the beneficiary of that last night, the power play is back. Joe Pavelski seemingly back, and they picked a great time to reintroduce themselves now with supposedly two weaker opponents coming up on the road to close out this week slash weekend slate. But the power play doesn't deserve all the credit. And coming up after a quick break, we will talk about the Stars other half of their special teams and their contributions to this team since the all-star break. Today's episode is brought to you by betonline.net. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full swing for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, betonline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC, right down to Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. Today's episode is also brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their website happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. You can save time and money when using RockAuto. Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every customer, and they've been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. They have everything that you could possibly need for your car or truck. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com and closing out today's episode of locked on stars your first listen of the day let's take a moment and highlight a a part of the stars team that we haven't got to talk too positively about this season and that is of course the dallas stars penalty kill the dallas stars out of the all-star break have been lights out on the pk and that is no exaggeration they quite literally have a 100 percent pk percentage they have gone a perfect 10 for 10 i believe they've been shorthanded 10 times so far uh I, you know I, so obviously you know sometimes you have guys penalized at the same time you have a four and four you have brief moments of shorthandedness it's not the full two minutes so roughly a 10 out of 10 right now but nonetheless they have given up zero goals while being shorthanded so far this season, only four other teams since February 7th, which was the return from the All-Star break. Only four other teams are 100% on the PK through this point of the season since the return from the All-Star break. The New York Rangers, the New Jersey Devils, the San Jose Sharks, and the Anaheim Ducks, and of all those teams, only one of them is really in the same realm of the Stars as far as times they've been shorthanded. The Rangers are 100% on their PK percentage, but they've only been shorthanded once since the All-Star break. The San Jose Sharks have only been shorthanded four times. The Anaheim Ducks shorthanded twice. The New Jersey Devils have been shorthanded 11 times, so they've been shorthanded once more than the Stars, but still posting a 100% PK percentage. But the Stars shorthanded 10 times since the All-Star break, still boasting that 100% PK percentage. So they have not allowed a goal on the PK, which you haven't really been able to say about the Stars team throughout most of this season. The PK has been a bottom unit in the league. They have really struggled in games where they've given up multiple shorthanded goals or goals while being shorthanded, excuse me, yeah but the stars you know they've had some flashes of greatness they've had some short-handed goals of their own but overall they really really struggled to shut down the opposition's man advantage especially near the end of those sequences a lot of times they'd get through the first minute 30 seconds of a power play for another team and then they would crumble and collapse at the end allowing a goal which is really the worst case scenario because then you've burned about two minutes off the clock where you know if you were going to give up a power play goal you should have just given up Uh, in the first 5 to 10 seconds, so that way you still have about a minute 55 on the game clock to fight back and at least try to get that goal back at some point In the game, but you know, it's not really been discussed over this past stretch of games because I think many, including myself, just kind of expected it to collapse and crumble like it has most of this season. You know, it's like, why talk about it if it's just going to collapse and kind of go back to what it's been doing, the Stars PK, which now it very well could. And these next games against Chicago and Arizona, though, I think it's unlikely, but stranger things have certainly happened. Hopefully, that will not be the case. But I think it's time to start talking about it because the Stars have actually played. Some great teams out of the All-Star break in Nashville, Colorado, Winnipeg. Certainly not a bad team, not a great team as good as Nashville or Colorado, but still have some offensive firepower in their own right, especially on the man advantage. So it's been very, very impressive. And I think also part of it is just the Stars not giving up as many penalty minutes. Uh, They've only been shorthanded 10 times since the All-Star break, like I said. That's kind of middle of the pack. Uh, The leaders in that regard are Nashville, Nashville. They've been shorthanded 18 times since the All-Star break. Ottawa, 17, Toronto, Washington, Carolina, all tied for 15 times shorthanded since the All-Star break concluded. So the Stars sitting middle of the pack, I think that also is a huge part of it. The Stars not finding themselves in the penalty box as often, still having a little bit of trouble that on a game-to-game basis. But overall, I think that's also a key to success, clearly, is having players in the penalty box for less amount of times. But even when you do, uh, continuing to force the issue and playing aggressive, uh, still playing smart, but playing aggressive, where you're still making it difficult for the offense to function, even though they are up a man. And, you know, it certainly won't stay perfect the rest of the way of the season. It's bound to give up some goals here and now, bound to have some shaky games here and now, or maybe they give up two or three power play goals in a game, but maybe it. You know, the Stars team has turned a new leaf, at least on the PK side of things, and I think that could potentially be a huge boost for them. We're now seeing the reemergence of the power play in this game against Colorado. It seems like maybe they're starting to find a little bit of rhythm there, and if they can keep up what they're doing on the PK, that just adds a whole new dimension to why this Stars team can be dangerous. I mean, they've really been, like I said, aggressive over these past few games, swarming the puck as best as they can while being down a man, making it difficult for the opposition to get set up in their offensive zone and find good shots also got to give a lot of credit to Jake Ottinger who's been playing lights out since the return from the all-star break but even Brayden Holtzby as rough as game he had on Sunday didn't give up any power play goals so there's at least that going for him there but uh, you know this is good for the Stars team as of right now uh really really solid obviously not a fluke with some of the talent that they've played across the division and you know even going into a game against Chicago and Arizona they have some offensive weapons in their own right always you know these are professional hockey players playing professional hockey in the best league in the world so the power play Always going to be difficult to defend, even if it is against a basement dweller kind of team like Chicago or Arizona. So it's going to be interesting to see how those teams game plan to go up against the Stars PK. And even for the rest of the season, we'll see if this is, you know, kind of a lightning in a bottle situation, or maybe they're just riding high out of the all-star break, or if this is something they can keep up consistently. Uh, Maybe not necessarily be a top 10 PK unit in the league, but at least improve where that's, you know, another dimension that teams actually have to game plan for and not go into games and be like, oh, this is a bottom PK unit in the league. We're going to have a lot of success against this team whenever we have the man advantage. So great stuff from the Stars. Also continue to stay out of the penalty box, Dallas, and you will be just fine. And maybe these numbers will still stay really hot. But the PK for the Dallas Stars deserves a lot of credit really ever since the All-Star break has concluded, but especially last night, uh, keeping the Colorado Avalanche going 0-4-4 on the power play and their own building absolutely huge. And I can't wait to see how the PK continues to perform whenever they're out there on the ice but that's going to do it for today's episode of locked on stars thank you again for making locked on stars your first listen of the day now go make your second listen of the day the locked on bets podcast free and available wherever you get your podcast at just like the locked on stars podcast be sure to subscribe and follow the locked on stars podcast wherever you find your podcast at whether that's on youtube or your favorite podcasting platform of course free and available you can rate and review if you like what you hear you can leave five stars on apple and spotify and on apple podcasts you can actually write out a review if you feel so inclined to drop some nice words there for us you can also find me on twitter at dane double underscore lewis that's at d a n e two underscores l e w i s and of course the show on twitter as well at locked on stars you can give us a follow there also Be sure to tune in to tomorrow's episode. We will be continuing to prepare for these weekend games against Chicago and Arizona, talking about all things NHL news and headlines that pop up. You're not going to want to miss it. We will see you there, Stars fans. Have a great Wednesday.